Happy delicious Monday to you. This is Chef Marie from M Chef Burst of Flavors. And today, buckle up because we're going to have a great guest who's going to share with us tips, gifts, and beautiful recipes. So let's go for a ride. Hello, my name is Lee Cummings, and I'm the co-host of M Chef Burst of Flavor Flavors. That's right. We're here today to talk about life balance and nutrition and that's what our podcast is mainly about i mean sometimes we talk about other things but mostly we talk about those three things because how are you balancing your life with great nutrition and things to do out there today i get a chance to interview the wonderful chef marie i love calling her chef marie because she is a burst of flavors herself she's hailing from las vegas now and she's from montreal chef marie how are you i'm doing fantastic what about you Are you good today? Life is good, isn't it? Life is very wonderful. It's my first time podcasting. For those listening to my wonderful, beautiful voice and listening to her exquisite elegance and such a range of beautiful flavors inside of her French accent from Montreal, <laughs> I'll give you a bit of background on Chef Marie. She is the coolest, most awesomest chef slash business savvy, slash musician. She's a wonderful, she's a pianist of people that don't know. I like saying it that way because it sounds like I'm saying something else. And we're not nasty here. She's a wonderful, she plays mostly classical. I mean, you do sing too as well, don't you, Chef Marie? Yes, I do. I'm actually a lead singer for a blues band in Vegas. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. And you have, I think you've released four or five out, well, you've released a trilogy so far and more to come, correct? I'm about six albums right now. What? It's not over yet. Still have to let it out, you know. <laughs> Never over. And I know that we've talked about this several times, but can you tell people a little bit about, let's go backwards a little bit. And let me just break down the show elements for you guys. The show mainly kind of goes in this order. is basically an interview with the wonderful Chef Marie. Then it goes to a recipe. And then we have an anecdotal kind of a funny story from you. And then we have a really awesome quote from myself or just from you as well, whoever's hosting. Inspiring, yes. So inspiring quote. My quote today uh, for those listeners is from Dr. Wayne Dyer. We both know and love him. I don't know him personally. I know he's passed and whatnot, but his energy is just absolutely amazing. Now, for you listeners that are listening, that are the go-hards, that want to be the try-hards out there, like myself included and Chef Marie, we have a code that I will be giving to you that will give you 15% off of all of the wonderful spices. Now, guys, let me tell you something that's off chain right now. I've been making salmon like crazy and stuff like that, and I've been using the spices. One of my favorite spices right now is the islands. I'm on top of that, and I'm on fire with my crazy, crazy walnuts and my almonds, as well as my salmon. For you tryhards that stay to the very end, I will give you an awesome quote, but also, too, 15% off of our spices. Ah, oh, thank you, Lee. I'm glad that you like it. Thank you. I love them. I'm so in love with them. And really, the great thing about the spices, before we get into the interview with you, is that the spices, you guys, are 100% organic, also too gluten-free, as well as allergen-free. And if I'm not sure if this is true or not, but you can tell me if they are. But they are zero sodium now coming through, or is it just low, low, low sodium? Because I know the sodium's ridiculously low. We're at 10%, yes, 10% sodium. 12 allergy friendly, and we are going to launch. It's a primer. Yes. We're going to launch the organic USDA 12 allergy friendly 
Spice Collection this fall after 10 years in R&D. Woohoo! Okay, that is absolutely amazing. So let's go back a little bit. So 10 okay. years ago, I don't know you. Well, maybe 12 years ago. I don't know you. Don't even know that you exist. I was married three years ago. And at my father-in-law's house, my ex-father-in-law, there you pop in. Amazing. Like, I don't know who you are. I don't know you from Adam, what they always say. And here you are. And we have this kismet. I meet you all of one time. We've kept in touch for the past 10 years. So you were busy. <laughs> quite busy with those spices. Tell me a little bit about that. 12 years ago, I was at the seat of M Chef. So I was doing a super cool gastronomic and musical experience uh, as a catering service for people at home and for also corporate events in Montreal, just right after the economic crisis back in 2008. So it was the beginning of all this big, crazy project of M Chef. And the goal was really to develop a burst of flavors with better quality seasonings so everybody at home could simply, as a one to three steps into their recipe, sprinkle herbs and spices over anything, potatoes, veggies, salmon, any type of fish, seafood, meat, tofu, tempeh, soup, salads, there you go. Yeah. So no more plain food. That was really the rule that I've been developing in all those years. To enhance your barbecue meals, desserts, and cocktails, flavors united for the best foodie experience ever. Sprinkle a little magic spice to your everyday dishes. Coupon code of 15% off is 213-292-MC. www.mchef.com I want to tell the viewers out there that it's made my dieting, I think the thing is just that, is I wouldn't even call it dieting, it's just eating better. I think when people can bring flavors to foods and when you feel like you can cook for someone and do something that's special, you want to eat your own food, but people want to eat that food. And there's a happiness that's brought to your partner or your family that feels like I can do something and make a really good meal in the kitchen and have everyone can be satisfied. And with that joy, there's a joy and not a negative feeling over the kitchen because a lot of times when people say they can't cook, that means their nutrition, the nutrition is really super bad, or they don't, they must rather choose something different. And the difference is maybe a worse choice. And Shepard, you've made people's choices now, their better choices now. And I really appreciate that, especially for myself. I've lost a great deal of weight just by using your spices. Thank you for reflecting your thoughts on this, because in reality, we all eat differently. And it's not easy to be able to adapt ourselves to different type of restrictions or diets. And we want to sit at a table with a lot of people. We want to enjoy a good time. That's where we get the best conversation. And they can go up to two o'clock in the morning and we're still eating and enjoying our evenings. But what about people who are gluten-free? What about people who are doing keto, for example, or vegan. So if we just add a little bit of spark of herbs and spices into what we eat without having any allergens situation inside the food, well, everybody can enjoy the same meal. And this is really what I wanted to bring at the table. Yeah, so you bring along conversation, you bring along natural flavors. And with those flavors, let's just go back a little bit. That's just kind of your personality. Now, that personality came from somewhere. The viewers don't know you. You are definitely, a, if I were to name a spice or some sort of vegetable or whatever, I'd call you kind of a jalapeno because you're super, your personality is like a jalapeno. It's very like, 
Thank you. <laughs> it's spicy. It's like when people meet you, and I know when they get a chance to meet you, they're going to absolutely love you. And I know this is a podcast, but you guys, trust me, we are on fire, and this woman is bringing a lot to the table. Let's step back a little bit and tell the viewers, like, who are you, Chef Marie? Like, what makes you who you are? I mean, I, I guess I know that's not a good question, but what did you start from? Because I know you started from humble beginnings. We all have a story. We're all, not that we all have to have trauma, but trauma wears many different sort of suits in our lives. So what brought you to want to put a smile on someone else's face? Because typically people wear pain, they want other people to hurt. But that's not you. That's not your story. Give me a little bit about your story and who you are. Um, I've started very young in cooking. I started at four years old with that very amazing recipe of uh, maple syrup and eggs. That was the first, first one, the main one. And then the second recipe was Nutella. Back in the days, Nutella was good. (laughs) And mixed with eggs in a pan. So it all started at four years old because I was very creative back then in touch with my inner voice super intuitive into my creativity and I needed to exist and this way of existing for me was to create recipes, drawing, playing music, being able to express myself in my imaginary world. I had I had a very creative mind back then and I think it's really the seed of my joy and with the years, challenges, life, family, all kinds of things that happened. I kind of lost a bit that joy. And really, uh, to me, to be able to bloom and chef the way I envisioned it, I had really to get back into my inner senses. And this is why I did the move to uh, leave from Montreal to fabulous Las Vegas. Yes. Uh, to be able really to rise up in really the vision that I had for my baby and chef. You mentioned there were some trials and tribulations in your life. Of course, we all do, right? Absolutely. But was there a definitive person in your life that was the one that kind of helped you? Because we all have those kind of those points in our life where you know that we're going to make it kind of, but there's someone that helps us along that way. I would call it a mentor as we're been, you know, as they're menteeing us without maybe doing that. Was there someone in your life that when you felt like you were stuck, that got you over that emotional hump? Did you overcome that moment when you were, didn't know where you, where you quite were going to go? Because I remember when I met you, you didn't know that you were going to develop these spices. I remember you cooked some almonds for me or something like that, and they were super good or whatever. had like, I don't know what it was, made some chocolates for me or something like that. But Choco Bijou, that was the name. Oh, yeah. What Choco is that? Bijou, that was awesome. That was a chocolate that uh, we oh. have been creating, kind of a medallion with, little roasted praline nuts and confit, strawberry, lemon, and orange, and little cranberries, and oh my God, little candies that we were making homemade, like sugar candy. That was top. That was really cool. That's amazing. So that's the chocolate. But who was that mentor that kind of got you either in the seat or back? Was there any person like that for you in, in your life? Well, I've been very well guided professionally. You know, my mentor is Jean-Paul Graff, and it all started back in 1999 when after uh, cooking in small restaurants, I really wanted to dig deeper into my professional cooking skills. So I went to EHQ, Institut d'Hôtellerie Tourisme du Québec. It's a culinary school in Montreal, and Chef Jean-Paul Graff really 
guided me, took me under his wings and said, okay, we're going to make it happen and we're going to make you work hard. And it was really not easy, but it really made me build my personality and having this drive, go get it. Just wake up in the morning and just have this fuel to be able to make this creative mind be existing in this world with matter. You're very, very driven for sure. And I'd say that one of the nicest people I've met in the planet, that aside from my, 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 one of my good friends, Todd Phillips, he's a, one of the nicest people ever. I mean, uh, for sure. You are as well, Lee. Well, I mean, not as nice as you guys. I mean, I can You inspire get... me very much, Lee. Well, thank you so much. I do appreciate that so much. And the same, ditto, an American, which is not very nice, but, I, but that's all the words I can find right now. But <laughs> with your niceness and who you are and your drive, was it hard being a woman coming up? And I mean, I've heard before that being a female chef is a little more difficult than being a male chef. Is that true? Maybe a longer. Our professional path, it took me 10 years to become an executive chef. For a man, it may take, I don't know, I just say that like that, but maybe five, six, seven years. Wow. It's harder, but we build bones from this experience. And of course, there are always the alpha man will try to stand up and rise as a rooster. But I like this challenge and I grew up with brothers also. So to me, I felt comfortable working in a man's environment. I found more women in the pastry okay. division. But I mean, back in the days like 23 years ago. Now, these days, I am very happy, tremendously pleased to see that more women are present in the kitchen side. And this is really cool because it creates a balance huh? in the yeah. kitchen when there's a woman. I really enjoyed it. Creating balance and women are the epicenter of life itself. Us men have something a little bit to do with that. But really, I mean, you, you talk about balance and being in the kitchen and stuff like that. I think that there is a balance. There's this female energy inside that is very much needed. And it's missed, I think, opportunities for men that are in kitchens, that own kitchens or whatever, that don't have that female balance side. I mean, that could be your energy, that side, but if you're too much alpha male and there's not a tiny bit of female, I think there's always an opportunity to be missed. I think a lot of times men that can be a little bit effeminate or a tad bit sort of metrosexual, whatever, that aren't touched with their female sides, there's a missed balance between all humans, you know, in existence. And I think that women have always more balance than men earlier on. And some of us men get it later. And I'm not saying that I've ever gotten it, you know, but there's just a missed balance. And I think that that imbalance, there's a missed opportunity for learning more about yourself. It's such a great experience to be in contact with its feminine side and masculine side. It just makes our days much more rich. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Let me ask you a question. I might know the answer to this, but I want the viewers to hear, but what are you most passionate about in this lifetime? Being in contact with my joy. I'm reaching this right now and I really enjoy this. It's really kind of new to me. It's really since I am in Las Vegas that I am in contact with this joy. And to me, joy is the present moment. So it's right here, right now, what we are sharing together with our audience. This what gives me goosebumps. I try not to think about the past. I try not to think about the future, even though I love to envision and dream about what we can do and what we can create, but just getting back into right here, right now, and focalizing on positive thoughts. And when my negative thoughts are coming in the head, 
I try to observe that, let it happen and say, okay, thank you. Now I put that outside the window. I try to stay positive and keep focusing on my joy. But this is a dual every day and every minute, <laughs> every yeah. minute. I agree. I think a lot of people deal with people, some of the viewers that don't know about where that's coming from, you know, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Mm. Being in the present moment is what she's talking about. And you were very explicit and, and explained very well about how to stay in there. And it's a constant battle. You talked about looking at herself as a third person view, and which means that it's almost like you're looking at another camera view of yourself. And as these thoughts approach her, she's kind of combat playing karate kung fu with these bad thoughts. So she doesn't. I love ninjas. Yeah. You know, Chef Marie's now an agent. But so we constantly battle. If you can become an observer of your thoughts, you don't internalize them in in which you can stay a lot more positive and focused on the present moment. And what a battle that is for these days. I'm hoping to bring on another guest at some point that talks a little bit about where your attention is is where your attention goes. I know you very well. I'm getting to know you a lot more. And we both have been very attentive on this podcast and a lot of things have happened and spawned out of this, of nothingness because of the positive, because of your attention and now my attention to these things, becoming the better version of ourselves. And daily, I just believe that Chef Marie, you are becoming joy. It's not you are it. You're becoming your absolute passion and absolute best self, which is that creativity of you. And I don't know how to better say that and encapsulate that for people out there. But like when they get a chance to see you potentially, and I'm just speaking power of of what is going to be you at a seminar, teaching partners with them, families, how to cook with each other and having more time with themselves as opposed to themselves around this damn phone. This damn phone is going to kill everything that is good within this world. But I just believe that Technology is not always the best thing for us. Yes. It's quite a challenge to uh, be in the joy. I would like to say that when I get into my negative thoughts and they come back, so I to avoid them and I try to tell them, no, 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 you have to go. I accept that you are here, but now you have to go. If they always come back, the tip that I found is to write down these thoughts directly to an event or directly to over a person, you know, that I'm sad about or things happen. And then I write them straight and never look back. I burn them or throw them in the garbage or just flush them. But, and then I really observe that they are not coming back. If you do your work, don't come back. So it allows you to really stick into that positive mindset. That positive mindset, which is based upon that kind of that life balance is a tough thing for for myself, for anybody that's listening, we're constantly battling with our own traumas or demons. And, and like I said before, at the beginning of the show, we're differently. Like my traumas might not be the same as someone else's, but we don't deem them better or worse. They're just traumas. And, and uh, what's bad for me not, might not be that bad for you. Um, but you, you, you mentioned a lot of things, food with balance. What about the moving aspect? I mean, I know that you are a super fit person. You just got engaged as well. How was that? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it amazing? I could have not think about this uh, great scenario, but things happen. I've met the men of my life and this happened in Montreal too. And I had a plan in moving in the States. I thought I was going to go to 
Miami and my men lived in Vegas and we were doing a market research back in two years ago to see if there could be a great market to launch M Chef over there. And finally, I spoke to my board and told them, we're going to try it a bit, Las Vegas. And it happened this way. It's, it's really great. But the moving part. So my man brought me into this uh, to be more in contact with my body, which is something that I left a bit aside, uh, being always in my head and working in the kitchen and working in, and creating music. So getting back into this really brought me something new. So I even observed that, oh, I have a muscle here I didn't even know, you know. So it was really a change, a drastic change. And to me, fitness is part of my lifestyle and it's every day or else my mind kept uh, too narrow. So I need to oxygen that body. And I've observed also that the inner work, the work that I'm doing for myself will Mm -hmm. do an impact around my people, around my community. Because if I feel good, I will certainly make people feel good and if I smile to a child or a mother or a person on the street I will get that smile back because it's just contagious so to feed that positive vibe really changed my life that's great this way I'm happy I'm not happy sad with shows every single day and I've got a question for you so how does someone who does not have that same attitude What are some words of wisdom that you can give to them? Someone who's not moving as much, someone who's not as nutrition, what would you say to somebody that needed a little bit of help to get them off the the couch or to get them moving a little bit? Well, first of all, I think that first thing first, we have to see what we like. We have to focus what we like to eat and our interests. This is first thing first. Then we grow from this, but we have to give ourselves a little bit of kick in the butt. I think this is the hardest thing to do. (laughs) Once you get going, you're gone with the wing. You're high as a kite. Everything is fine. But uh, maybe it would be support. So if you like to go to a certain place to eat, go to the grocery, uh, but difficult to do it by yourself, just get support. There are always one person uh, that is alone or that would share the same common interest. You guys can do something with it. I think support is the key. I mean, why being alone always, you know? No, no, no. There are plenty of amazing people to to meet. We can learn so much from people if we only could listen a little bit more. Yeah, I think that we were given two ears and and one mouth for a reason. And and you say listen, and someone else would say hearing people. And there's a difference, I guess, between hearing someone and listening to them. People want to talk more than they want to listen. That's for sure. But you're right. I think that the one thing I just heard from you that I really, really, really like is that when you start with the nutritional plan, back in the day, day, there was always one way. And what's so wonderful about now, as you mentioned, so many different ways and opinions that can get you to the road you want to get to. And there's a lot of roads. Before, there was one bridge that everyone said you had to do this, this, and this to get there. That's not always true anymore. And that's the wonderful part about it. And there's many different foods that people can eat now to assist in their learning of their, what they like and what their body type is and how they feel. And if they feel supported, I think they can get there. It's a wonderful road, but it's not exactly easy, but it's a little bit of work. But if they love themselves more than they love something else, that's the key. I like what you say. And I think that we have to dare more. Mm. At least we could dare 
a little every day, a new thing that you try every day, a new podcast, a new video on YouTube, a new interest, a new vegetable, a new spice, just yeah. there a little bit more. I think that we evolve a little faster this way and yeah. opens up our mind to be more tolerant and lovable and loving people. <laughs> Absolutely. And you talk about spices. We're going to have a quick break for a little bit of the commercial, which is our commercial, which is spices. And here it is. Find M Chef top quality herbs and spices on Amazon. All filler free, 12 allergy friendly, low in sodium, kosher, vegan. www.mchef.com And we're back from that wonderful voice. And that was my voice, of course. Me reading off the spices. And I know, guys, I know. You should tell me. I should probably go on the radio. But I have a face for film. So if you look at my face, I'm an LA6, but in Barcelona, guys, I'm a 10. I'm like a Brad Pitt out there or a Jamie Foxx or Denzel Washington or whoever you deem is good looking. That's me in Barcelona. But here in the States, in LA, I'm a 6. So anyway. <laughs> You're not a unicorn. You're not, you don't see yourself as a unicorn. I don't see myself as a unicorn. Oh, I know lady. Guy, Give but... yourself a bit more props. <laughs> self-love. It's self-love, but it's also, too, being real. And we'll see how many, like, love letters I get from fans out there at some point when they see me because they're listening now. We didn't talk about your music and the love for music. When did that start? It started back in 1998. This is the dark shade. <laughs> this is how I've been able to express my emotion and my sadness. It was really through music. Actually, music, I treated it like a therapy. I can't even say that music is one of my child M chef as a child that's the happy one and the music and it's extraordinary because now that i'm playing music here in vegas and it's totally in another vibration you talk about blues oh these roots i love them so much and they put me back in connection with my soul music the music that i've been doing over 20 years well i changed it a little and now it's evolving to very positive and I am so excited because I will be making the seventh album and it will be totally in a different type of vibration. It's going to be very, very cool and hectic, super yeah. hype. And I can't wait to realize that. It's not going to be in the classical side. Will it be more bluesier than... I mean, oh, for I sure. Oh, for sure. I am in touch with the blues here. Hmm. I've got this great partner in the music. His name is uh, Jimmy Gallo and He's a composer and he brings me new style, new things to learn. And I enjoy playing music with him so much. So that's what we are doing right now. We're just playing with different bands and enjoying the journey in Vegas. <laughs> it was one of my dreams. So it's fun. It's an amazing place. And I'm hoping to move there January so we can be waiting for you. reunited because it feels so good. Remember that song was great. Reunited. I can't really sing, but Chef Marie can. If you haven't heard before playing the piano, where can they pick up any of your stuff that you've actually, is it on iTunes and whatnot? Where is it? Oh, yes, it's on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, a bit everywhere. You know, it has the old uh, six albums, and the name is Marido, M-A-R-I-D-O. 
Well, back in the days, I didn't know that Merido meant in Spanish husband. So if you go on YouTube or if you go on Google, you will find a lot of men, but there's a little woman somewhere. You gotta see right. that Mary Doe somewhere. You gotta see the Mary Doe, Mary Doe. Mistake, so, <laughs> but beautiful mistake. <laughs> that's absolutely wonderful. So, when can we expect to see a blues album from you? Oh, it's gonna be within the next year. That's for wow, sure. That's great. That's wonderful. I need to let it out. You know? <laughs> Maybe I can. I'm in out. love. I'm in love. I've been recently engaged. I'm in the joy. Let's go. We have got to put it on the CD. The blues is very, I know people think that they're sad, but no, it's like blues can be very happy from Billie Holiday. Very romantic. I mean, oh my goodness. It's very sexy music. It's the soul, the root, the, the root, root that I'm getting. Yeah. yeah. Without blues, you don't have rock and roll. Let's just call it what it is. I mean, blues is rock and roll, man. I mean, like, I know the chord progressions are a tad bit different, but you know what? It's just so, man. I love Keep it. Keep on rocking music. I love music too, and maybe I can play a little guitar on your blues album. Sold food. Of course, you are invited. Yes, but I can't wait to actually hear you, which is most important. Yeah, that is something to be noticed. I mean, guys, I like music, but Chef Marie allows me to sing in the car sometimes. But we have a song that's probably going to come out one day in like 10 years <laughs> called Down by the River. And you guys, Down it's so special. River. What was it called? River? I don't know what it was called. No, Down by the River. Yeah. You said it. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I come from a history of singers in the church and stuff like that. My mom is Pentecostal and she's a wonderful woman and I love her. She listens to everything I ever do. She'll probably listen to this as well. My brother's an opera singer and I can't sing a lick, but you know what? It's wonderful to hear them sing. So if you haven't heard her, do you sing on any of the other albums? You do. You do it. Which album do you sing on? I sing on all of them except uh, the second, except the second. Okay. Mother okay. Earth, Father Sky, Nation of the Stars, LUV, Mirrors of Souls. Well, I love everything, but LUV I love as well, too, as well. So Thank you. I love your stuff, you know, Marie. You're just a talented, talented person. So you're staying in balance. You have your passion, which would be your second love from cooking, which would be music. And you love to work out like crazy. You're just a powerful woman, woman on fire, as we like to call it, um, mm. out in California. So. Shout out to Dana, woman on fire in yes. Santa Rosa. Which is now called Warrior Woman, but yes. But woman on fire is what we are. So you've risen from the ashes, and now you're this wonderful, blossoming butterfly slash phoenix. What's next for you? What's next that you can mention? I know you can't mention everything, but what is something that you can kind of give to somebody that's wanting to find out more about you? Well, we have our show. We are working on a TV show right now. This is very exclusive. It's going to be super amazing. We're going to entertain you, that's for sure. Oh. And it, there's going to be also an educative panel into this. So it's going to be super cool. I can't wait to talk to you more about this, guys. Well, Lee and I, we have to keep it secret for now, but it's going to come out eventually. And we have a book. Well, actually, we have a trilogy book coming out very soon. And we're just establishing our things right now to make sure that we are in control of everything. And we've got our Amazon going on on the U.S. part in Canada and in Europe. You can find us on mchef.com. You are invited to visit topchefmarie.com as well if you want to learn more about what I've been doing in the past years. And the show must go on. There are so many things going on 
but there are things that I cannot mention yet. A lot of great things that are happening right now. And I want to tell the, the listeners that if you have important things for yourself that you want to say, don't tell everyone. Because sometimes, not you, but sometimes people don't want to see your best foot forward. And I know a lot of times we want to share on Facebook and Instagram about look at me, look what's happening. But in the world of that's around you, keep that to yourself until those things materialize. But trust me, the inner works of the universe slash God, whatever you believe in, those things are working positively for you. And not everybody's your friend. I know that you think that they are and people want to see you do well, but not everyone wants to see you do well. We do. We have very positive energy, but no one wants to see you do better, more for yourself than the universe. And the universe conspires for you and not against you. Chef Marie, do you have a recipe today that you can share with some of our viewers before we go into the anecdotal story, that funny story from you? Yeah, yeah. Super easy. So we're in the barbecue time right now. So guys, this is really amazing. I'm calling that Smoky San Antonio. This is a rub. Basically, it's super simple. You take your fish, your tofu, or your chicken, okay? And you're just going to mix one teaspoon and a little bit of olive oil. Marinate this for a minimum of 45 minutes. If you want to be top, you go for two hours. And then simply cooking it on the barbecue. It's going to be awesome. So it's a one, two, three step recipe. Super easy, but it's going to spice up your table tonight. And everybody's going to love it. I'm telling you, the kids going to ask for more. Even a, a father, one of uh, my customers, father of four, told me that he was putting that on his pork chop. And because the kids like it a little sweet, he adds a little bit of maple syrup. And there you go. Very simple, easy, super healthy. And you have no worries to have with the allergens. That's the beauty of it. Barbecue time. Barbecue time done right. And guys, I'm going to add a little something to that too as well. If you haven't invested inside of a Chefman or a the air fryers, you need to invest in one of those because I've made some tacos with the San Antonio spice she's talking about. I literally did exactly what she said. I put the chicken breast slash five inside of that. In 15 minutes, guys, I had the best food I've ever had in my entire life. I'm telling you right now, and I would say dare you, I double dog dare you to try these spices because I'm telling you, as a person who loves food and who's a foodie, you are going to absolutely enjoy these spices. That's awesome. You guys, it makes you happy. You're going to smile. You're going to go, did I really cook this? And everybody else that's looking at you like, dad is great. Dad did something that was amazing. Or mom is wonderful. Or brother, I can't believe you did that today. They're going to go, how in the world did you cook this? And they're going to go, Chef Marie. That's all <laughs> I have to say. Chef Marie made these spices, and now I can share them with you. Chef Marie, I applaud you and thank you for these wonderful spices. I know people think... Thank you. I know, but everyone thinks I'm crazy and I've got so much energy and I'm ADHD or whatever. Yes, I'm all of those things. I'm telling you, people, please go there to Amazon.com, buy some damn spices. Buy one if you don't believe me. And I'm Try new flavors. Guys, and when you try the San Antonio, then buy the island because the island... There's a sweetness and a saltiness that is so off the chain, you guys. You know the secret of islands, huh? I know the secret of islands. I can taste it in my mouth. Do you know it? It's the ginger confit. It's wonderful. I didn't know what the secret was, but I'm telling you right now, I taste a little bit of sugar in there because it's caramelized after I cook it, and I'm looking at my fish going, you're done. I'm eating this fish. 
<laughs> yeah, you guys have to try Ireland. It's really great. That is my plug for, I know it's a, an insane plug and a crazy plug for your spices, but people, I just want you to know that with all these fillers that are out there and these spices, you're wasting your time and you're damaging your body. And I'm not going to say any names because I don't have to just try M Chef San Antonio Spice and then go to the island and you'll thank me later. Be part of our journey. Absolutely. Trying something different, something new. So with something new and something different, my story wasn't as funny as probably yours is going to be. What is your funny story that you can tell of you is that someone that might not know you that might not know anything about you or it's an inside scoop on Chef Marie or some funny story? It was back in uh, 2004. I was working at the Nizza. It was a uh, South of France uh, restaurant just near uh, Place des Jardins in Montreal. So it was during Jazz Festival. And uh, so I was chef at lunchtime, but I was also sous chef at nighttime. So I was doing double shifts. We're doing crazy hours, but we love it. Yes. And the executive chef, Armand Forquerio, he asked me to uh, go get that big fish that was in the truck. And it, I didn't know what it was. So I said, okay, big fish, me alone. Okay, fine. But when I got to the truck, it was a red tuna, but huge red tuna, like $2,000, like a super heavy one. And I said, chef, are you sure that you want me to take it by myself? It's bigger than me. And he's like, oh, well, you have to try it because there's nobody else who's going to help you now. And I had to bring it down the basement of the restaurant. So imagine 30 stairs. Well, crazy. Well, I took the fish. I didn't have the choice. I couldn't handle it like this because it was way too heavy. It's like another medium of my weight. 140 pounds. So I took it like this. I didn't have the choice. So I had literally the freaking face of the fish in my face. I tried to put a towel. Anyway, so I missed. I'm very goosey. I'm very clumsy. So I missed the first, first stare. And I literally went down, <laughs> slide like a seal with the tuna. The basement, it was a terrible incident, but the fish was intact. I was not intact. The fish was intact. Sometimes we care more for what we carry than for ourselves, but it was really, really the most impressive moment of my life. <laughs> that big fish. I will always remember that big fish. I love that big fish. Yeah. Very many stories about big fish, but that is one of the stories that I will never forget. And the image of you probably carrying a huge tuna that's the size of you because you're not very tall. You have no idea the bruises I had all over really? the back, all over, like, oh, it was really something. It would have been a beautiful, maybe when it would have go viral. <laughs> it really, I'm very clumsy in the kitchen. I, well, that probably used to be, but I've watched you work and if people haven't seen the YouTube of you doing tofu, we did salmon, we did nuts, almonds. It's just the beginning. Well, no, I'm saying about your clumsiness. You're not clumsy. You were moving along and you were doing some great stuff. Yeah, yeah well, that big fish, you know, that big fish. Just the one. That's the only one, yeah. <laughs> I've been rocking with it, you know. Woo well, now it's kind of quite time for our inspirational quote that I have from Dr. Wayne Dyer. And we can talk about this a little bit too as well. I'd like to kind of get your ideas. Here's a quote that I found that kind of really spoke to me today was how people treat you is their karma and how you react is yours. What do you think mm -hmm. about that? 
Oh, that's very good. That's very soul food huh, for meditation. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to take the time to digest these words. Digest always about food, you know. <laughs> But it's like whipped cream on a chocolate cake. I like that. Yeah, there's cream there. There's a lot of cream that is super dense. You're keto, I'm keto. So imagine that yeah. very nice chocolate cake with avocado and chocolate and that whipped cream. We're in business. Listeners, you don't know, but we talk about, I talk about cake more than anybody, and I make her eat cake and get off her keto. So I'm on keto too, and now we have, and I don't want to, we have this little device that allows us, well, it's called K-E-Y-T-O. It's a device that will regulate and show you where you are, and it measures your acetone is inside of your- Your ketone. So it tells you from a one to eight, and one through three, you're not in ketosis, and four to eight, you are. So it's pretty darn amazing. So myself and her, we have the same device and I call it my, he calls it her whistle, but I call it my pipe. And no, I'm not on drugs, but it is our, it is our quote unquote pipe that we also blow into to make sure that we are always burning fat for energy. And Lee, you are killing me because you are eating all the time stuff that are like a bit carbs, you know, and you mm -hmm. are always five or six in the ah, scale and I work my ass off to be at five or six. It's unbelievable how men or women were so different and any other type of metabolism. Like we're all exactly. well, yeah. We and, cannot yeah. compare. No, yeah, we and, cannot compare. We're all unique. We're all one. Chef Marie's food guidelines on exquisite 100 French recipes cookbook. Low carbs, gluten-free with vegan alternatives is launching this fall. Stay tuned. Reserve your book on our website. I wanted to say a couple of things about Mr. Dr. Wayne Dyer's quote, and I really feel like, I don't, I'm not in disagreement with it, but I think that it's so hard when you're being treated a certain way because it's not really about you. It's about them and about how they're feeling about themselves. People who are in trauma, who have been traumatized, will try to traumatize you of how they've been traumatized. And the cycle does break. It's not always the same. But when you're feeling good about yourself, like you said earlier today, you impart that on someone else. So to understand trauma that's happening inside of you on an observer level will allow you to in turn to stop that cycle. That's part of the inner work you talk about. That's part of the balance that we talk about that we have to adhere to. And I, again, dare people to, to address their trauma in their own lives and to realize that they might be not only internalizing that, but also externally be pushing that out to others as well. Because when you're upset, sometimes you want to make pain for the rest of the world. Yeah, it's powerful. Like he just, so when you're reacting to something, And I know from my own life how I've reacted to some of the situations. I didn't react accordingly. And that now makes me sad. Not right now, right now, but then I wish I could go backwards and react it differently. It's our path. It's our experience. We cannot go back. We will never go back. And we cannot regret, but we can fix this right here, right now. Yeah, that's upsetting. And I do want to apologize to my ex-wife about how I reacted to certain situations, but it's powerful. I own 100% of my relationship, regardless if she takes ownership of that or not, but I want to say I'm deeply sorry and deeply regretful. 
and I don't want to have regret, but regretful of how I reacted to some certain things in our relationship was unkind and undeserving from me. And I was creating my own trauma and my own internal stuff. And that was me. Not only you observed it, but you acknowledged it, you accepting it. Yeah. And now you can work on it and you will do better. And you are evolving. We are always evolving every second. Mm -hmm. So give yourself that love and respect that you recognize mm -hmm. what has been done. We all do mistakes. We're human, imperfectly perfect the way we are. It's okay as long as we recognize. We have to give ourselves a little bit more acknowledgement. I love what you say, imperfectly perfect. That is such, I guess, the defining human end and beginning of what we are trying to aspire to be on this show and as a human being. Imperfectly perfect, you guys. Well, Chef Marie, it has been wonderful and just a joy to, to be here with you in the now to find out more about you. And as we have more podcasts to find out about this show and about other people that allow us to interview them. Mm. We can't wait to uh, meet our next guests. But thank you very much for today. I appreciate you. We keep it up. We have so much to give. <laughs> so much to give, you guys. And one last thing to give, think of giving, for those tryhards out there, and I love to say tryhards because I've always been a gamer internally and externally. <laughs> I know it's not fun. Probably ruined part of my relationship with my ex-wife. But I've given up on that. I haven't played. Let go. Let go. Oh, no, there's so much more room for everything else. I hope you listen. Let go. Oh, no, no, no. I hear you. Let go. Oh, I have totally. Okay. Okay. But I've always been a gamer and always loved. But for those tryhards out there, we have a code for you. 15% off of these wonderful spices. And that number is 213-292-MC. 213-292-MC. Obligatory <laughs> for us to push out. On mchef.com, my friend. Guys, if you like our material, please like us. Please love on us. We all need love. And we want to continue this great information and giving you more love and more balance and more life and more nutrition. We're here to stay, you guys. One love. One love. Absolutely. Have a good week. Have a wonderful, eventful, and spiceful week. And make Take some great care, guys. And great connections. And thank you for joining us. M Chef Burst of Flavors. Thank you for joining us. Take care. Have a good day. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, Lee. Bye.